You're listening to the Bloggers Get Social podcast with me, Crystal of Crystal's Kitsch. Okay, so this is another week of the Bloggers Get Social podcast. I took off last week because there was a lot going on with the Streamline Your Online Space class. I'm really happy we had about 50 people join us and people are still joining every day. It doesn't end. It's it's sort of like an ongoing class. Uh, the materials and the videos are there forever, and I'll be in the group for up to 60 days as long as people need me and have questions. So it's not too late to join is what I'm basically saying. It's $15, and you can sign up on bloggersgetsocial.com. And I also wanted to remind you that we have an Instagram photo challenge every day. Just use the hashtag bloggersgetsocial. There's daily prompts, but you can also use that hashtag for your most recent blog posts or if you see something that you want to share with the community. I know that I check the hashtag every day and I give hearts and I try to comment when I can and Bloggers Get Social is on Instagram now so you can follow us at Bloggers Get Social. It's pretty simple. So this week we're doing something different. I wanted to interview someone. So I'm interviewing someone who I've known for a very long time. She actually was a bridesmaid in my wedding. So there's great stories with that. (laughs) But we're not going to tell you them now. (laughs) You can Google it. But uh, besides that, uh, this is Jamie Molnar. She's a life and wellness coach, and she's going to talk to us about her most recent webinar, and she has a yoga challenge coming up. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. I haven't done a podcast before, so... It's a big deal for me. <laughs> and then I listen to yours all the time. I listen to you and Jen talk, so. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all we need is Skype? How simple. <laughs> right. All I need to do is just talk. That's I can do it. that with my eyes closed. So, so. simple. <laughs> yeah. We used to use an app called Voxer, and I use it with Jen, too, where we just, like, send voice messages back and forth about nonsense. So yeah. I think me and Jamie are going to be real good at this together. <laughs> yeah, we haven't Voxed in a while, actually. I thought you might have deleted it, so I haven't sent you one, but I will. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it back. So yeah, let's it, bring back the box. Introduce yourself. Tell us what you do and share your website and your social media handles. And then let's jump into what you talked about on your webinar, because I'm sure we all would have signed up for it to go, but we, you know, we didn't. So tell us what we missed so that we join your next one. Okay, cool. So uh, my name is Jamie and I help smart, successful women learn how to manage their stress and create more balanced and fulfilling lives. So I'm actually a licensed psychotherapist in Florida. I'm a registered yoga teacher, and then I'm also a life and wellness coach. So I have a ton of tips. That's like a lot going on. (laughs) And what is, what is that term? A psychotherapist? Psychotherapist. Can I, I have a a definition, please? (laughs) I'm just a mental health counselor. I do psychotherapy with people. The brain. So I specialize in anxiety disorders and uh, trauma, health trauma, and relationships. Uh, those are kind of my, my specialties in my counseling practice. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and you have a blog too, by the way. I was like thinking if somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh, this is a blog podcast. It is. Jamie's a blogger. Okay, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I do blog. I do. I'm not a blog maniac. I do it probably a couple times a month because that's about all my schedule allows for. But I do consistently blog. Um, and my website is just jamiemolnar.com. Uh, so when you go there, you'll see the tab for the blog. And there's tons of blog posts on wellness and yoga and just about anything regarding health and wellness that you would want to know. Very cool. Okay, so tell us about this webinar that we missed. 
Okay, so the most recent webinar, that, well, actually most recent, it was my first webinar ever, so it was a really big deal. Um, I, I'm sure like most women, have been very scared to kind of put myself out there on video on the internet, um, because just like a lot of your listeners, I'm sure, I'm very self-conscious about how I look and you know how I'm going to be perceived. Uh, but eventually I was like, you know what, the hell with it, I'm just going to do it, because I have a really... I'm really passionate about my message, so I need to just get over it and get out there. So I did a webinar in September, and it was called Jamie's Three Best Kept Secrets to De-Stressing on the Fly. So I just talked about three ways that I use in my life on a daily basis to kind of de-stress when I'm getting really overwhelmed. Oh, that's cool. And you know, we talked about Blab and Periscope recently on the podcast and in our Twitter parties, and one of the things we talked about was like you know, my hair is not brushed, I don't have makeup on, like, can I still blab, can I still periscope, and somebody jumped in when we were on blab, which is like a live broadcasting app, and she was like, just do it where you are, like, you're so, you have a message and a voice, and she was so inspiring, because she was like in her pajamas, and like had her hair in a ponytail, with her glasses on, and she's like, I'm doing this, and it's fine, are you offended by what I look like, and we're like, no, you're sharing like a really great message, so um, just kind of getting over that fear at, at first might be scary, but it's worth it, I think, in the end, for sure. It's totally worth it, especially if you're really passionate about your message. Um, I Once I got on there and just started recording, I just started talking about you know my message, and I just forgot about all my insecurities. So I think when you focus on what you really enjoy, it doesn't you kind of get over it really quickly. That's very true. And I have found that I actually enjoy video more now than any other platform because for me it's fast like I yeah. can't deliver the same message in a blog post in the same amount of time like it'll take me d double or even triple the amount of time to write it out and pick photos and make sure I edit the photos and you know make it friendly for Pinterest but I can just turn my camera on and just make a video and it's done I mean essentially exactly. I have to also edit it but you get my point it's it's yeah. just really fast so what else um, do you want to talk about with the webinar? What were your tips? Can you share with us or are they secret? <laughs> no, so the video is on um, my YouTube channel, Jamie Molnar. So anyone can view it now. And that's really my intention with my webinars is to uh, bring people live, but then also just have content for people to see whenever they want, you know. Um, so I'm just trying to create a nice collection of free resources for women. And video is a great way to do that. I agree, I know. And, like, I can, like, sometimes I don't even watch the video, but I listen. Like, if I don't have to watch it, if it's, like, slides, I'll just listen just like a podcast, like, when I'm working. And that's kind of how I get through so many videos, especially um, whether they're YouTube videos or, like, educational ones, like Creative Live or um, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can listen to them, exactly. So that's, I just want to really get this information out there. And I feel like the Internet is saturated with blog posts. And I agree with you. Like, blog posts are very tedious and long and I find that video is a much easier way and a faster way to kind of get the message out. I'm kind of glad you mentioned oversaturation because I feel like I hear that a lot from new bloggers in the Bloggers Get Social Facebook group or even just on Twitter and they're sort of asking like well how do I start getting paid for my posts like everyone's getting paid for their posts how are they going to pick me next and as somebody who hires bloggers and works with bloggers it's like well they will if you have great content like it's not just exclusively for these, you know, 20,000 bloggers that are already out there making a name for themselves and working for money and, you know, doing sponsored posts. It's literally for everyone. And we're all looking for different kinds of blogs and different kinds of people. 
and your voice is most important. So just like with you and like you're saying it's oversaturated, it's like, but you are the only one with the Jamie Molnar voice. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just your voice. So that's why, you know, eventually you find like your tribe of people and your audience and your customers if you're selling something. So I don't know. I, it is very overwhelming to think about sort of that oversaturation, but you just kind of have to power through it because I'm, I was like dealing with that myself, just sort of, you know, there's so many people that are launching like blog classes right now. And yeah. some of them are more successful than mine. Like I'm happy that I had 50 people in my weekend class, but you know, this other blogger had like 300 in her free webinar. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I don't even know 300 bloggers. I probably do, but you know, they weren't in my class. So you kind of second guess yourself like is this information worth it and it always is you just can't compare yourself to you know what somebody else is doing so well and i think too the important point is your message got to 50 people right Mm so i'll be completely transparent with anyone listening to this this uh podcast i had two listeners (laughs) two viewers on my webinar one of them was my husband (laughs) my number one supporter and another one was a um person on my mailing list but I really enjoyed it because it was my first time ever doing it. And when I finished, that person emailed me and said, that webinar was awesome. It was very relaxing. Thanks so much for sharing those tips. And so it's really, I mean, I think people, when they're new in this in business online, they get too focused on numbers and like trying to be like these people that have been in business for five, 10 years online. And it's more about that one person that you connected with or those 50 people that really got value out of your course. And connecting with people is more important than worrying about your numbers. So I think that's really important for newbies that are trying to kind of make their way. Yeah, it's totally fine to just start where you, where you are and not sort of yeah. judge yourself by the by how many people watched. And you know what um, is great is that you put that video up on YouTube, so who knows how many people will watch it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Same with the podcast. Me and Jamie were just talking about, like, how many people are following this podcast. And I'm like, well, iTunes doesn't really tell you, but you can rank and, you know – like, we showed up under New and Noteworthy for a few weeks, but I think everyone shows up under New and Noteworthy for a few weeks. Like, it's not sort of, like, this accomplishment. But we've been making podcasts for several months now, and people are still listening to the old ones. So it's, it's like, that content is out there, and now we're kind of finally, like, getting that traction, and people are listening to all of our episodes now. It's kind of – it's cool. They might not have been there from the beginning, but now they are. So Right, right, and you're connecting with those people, I think. That like for the bloggers that are worried about the saturated market, just focus on your message and connecting with people that get your message. And um, it's kind of like networking in business. It's about relationships. It's not just about content and numbers. And I think people get too focused on content and numbers. <laughs> I love that quote. That's, I'm going to like pull that out and put that in the blog post because that is so true. Like, like, like I said, I, I do hire bloggers. Like I work with bloggers and we're not looking at the numbers. We're looking at the content. You know, we do yeah. like to have the big reach, but then at the same time, we want the smaller reach because they have a really active, engaged audience. Sometimes bloggers with like huge numbers, they're not getting any blog comments. Or if you look, look at a Facebook page of a popular blogger who has like 200,000 likes. I was just on one yesterday. That's why I'm, I'm bringing this up. And her status updates had four likes, six likes. Right. It's like, I get more likes than that with a much smaller audience. So more people are seeing my message than hers, even though she has the potential for a bigger audience. It's just not there right now, you know, because of Facebook or the content, like who knows why. But um, yeah, it's just the numbers thing is kind of like, 
is crazy. And you made me think about Snapchat. Like, a few weeks ago, I don't remember when we did um, our Snapchat podcast, but me and Jen were like, yeah, we're just starting to use Snapchat, and we're going to do public stories, and we're going to follow bloggers. And me and Jen were like, should we say how many people are, are watching our stories? And we were like, oh, no, like, our numbers are so small. <laughs> I don't publish on Snapchat every day, but I try to, and I try to make like a cohesive story. Like if I'm doing a recipe, like I'm showing all the steps or if I'm unboxing something that I got in the mail and I really liked it, whatever, kind of lame, who cares? But <laughs> people are watching now and I can say that I have grown like, I okay, I'm really bad at math, but like I've grown like a million percent <laughs> because at first I had like two people that were watching and now I have like 200 okay so maybe that's not a million percent but it's you know now there's actually people that are following me and most of them are bloggers I do have some weirdos um but I you know they're weird and sometimes I block them but they can't send me any messages um they can just add me and see what I choose to share publicly (laughs) but um no I mean it's it's just kind of funny (laughs) Um, that over time, you know, people do, will find you and want to see what you're sharing. So, well, and like, you know, I think we focused, I have a tendency to do this too, because I'm perfectionist and I'm very ambitious. And so I tend to focus on 10 steps ahead and I never, I tend not to give myself credit for how far I've come. So I, I've switched that thinking recently and the same could be said for you, Crystal. I mean, I remember what a year or two ago when you were still working you're nine to five and oh, trying to make this work. And yes. I, I always believed that you could do it. And now you're doing it, you know? Yay! So you've come a long way and we have to recognize that for ourselves too. Yeah, it's been over a year. So I left my job the last week of May. Okay. I mean, they basically just, you know, told me, you know, get your freaking ass out of the door. Like, <laughs> and you know, I thought I was going to come back, but I actually like packed up my office. Oh, I should probably, like, share the whole story because it's confusing. I was getting my wisdom teeth taken out, okay, which is not, like, a huge deal. But for me, I've never been under anesthesia, so I actually did not know, like, how I would feel or what was going to happen. So I was really nervous. And so I made sure to convey that emotion to my boss. Like, I'm scared. I have a baby at home. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I might need the week off. (laughs) And she kind of, like, rolled her eyes at me, like, really? You need the whole week? And I'm like yeah I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen and she kind of gave me like a warning that basically said like um I'm trying to remember her exact words it was basically like if I don't come back with like a better work ethic or something or like a better attitude I can't remember then don't come back so yeah, it was something pretty definitive like that. right like. it was like basically just don't come back was yeah. what she was saying so I didn't say that I wasn't coming back but I packed up my office like like things I wanted to keep but I left other stuff there like I left like postcards on my bulletin board because I, I remember that I yeah. wanted them to think I was coming back because I myself did not know if I was coming back and so I went home you know did my wisdom teeth surgery laid on the couch for a while and I just was like, you know what? I'm not going back. <laughs> I mean, we all knew I wasn't going back, but like it was, it just, I needed to really think about it. I was lucky that I had like a really great gig at the time um, with my blog. So I was able to just kind of transition very effortlessly, like into being like a stay at home kind of person. Um, but it's not for everyone for sure and that decision I mean I didn't reach it lightly I guess like I did have to think about it um 
You fought it for like a couple years. You were trying to do both. I was, and it was hard. And I know a lot of people that are in the Bloggers Get Social Facebook group are trying to do both, like working full time, but then they're trying to really ramp up their blog. And that's essentially another full time job. And if you don't have like excellent time management skills, or if you don't like use your weekends to work on your blog and you just want to like go out and party on the weekend or whatever you want to do, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, you have to work on your blog at some point. Like, you can't be gone all weekend and then work all week and then, oh, but I don't have a blog that's doing well or successful. Well, no kidding. Like, <laughs> you have to work. That's, that's so true. I think, like, because I basically, I have three different jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I work at a university. I have a private practice. And then I'm also doing the coaching online. So I have found that discipline is key to managing all of that. And then also self-care. And that's like what I talk about a lot with women is you can work yourself into the ground, but you're, it's not going to go very well. You know, you, at some point you have to take care of yourself if you want to keep on that kind of path. There's just no way that you can do it without any sort of self-care in place and any sort of discipline. And yes, time management, super important. I feel like I'm a perfect candidate for Jamie's <laughs> self-care, like coaching, because that's where I... And I know that it's just like this season of my life because my son is the age he is. My son just turned three. And so it's getting easier. Like every day is getting easier. He's, you know, like, of course he's a happy child, but he's just, you know, he'll listen more or he'll actually eat his dinner and I don't have to like yell at him or he's like not throwing his toys all over the house. Like he still is doing that, but like every day is like an improvement, you know? So it's, it's helping me that he's getting older and I know that soon he'll be... I mean, if you think about it, in, you know, next fall, he'll be in school five times a week, full-time for preschool or, you know, pre-kindergarten. And then a year after that, he'll be in real school, like, for real. And then I'll have my days completely to myself. Like, that's crazy to me. So I'll be able to actually, like, take care of myself, I guess. And I, I try to take care of myself now, but I do know that I am pulled in a lot of different directions and I don't always practice self-care. I always feel like I'm sort of, like, last on my list, but I try. I mean, I did dye my hair last night, so that was self-care. There we go. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I want red hair because I'm a lunatic. So, Which you do need to post pictures of, by the way. I think it is bright red. I don't know. I told Jen this morning, um, I think I have aerial hair, and then she said that I have gadgets and gizmos aplenty, so it fits me. So, oh, that's funny. So, I like that. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. We'll see. I need to straighten it. I don't know. Last time I tried to go red, it just never goes red enough. It just, like, it just won't do it. So my grandmother um, dyed her hair red the entire time that I was alive. Like, I didn't know that her hair was not red until I was much older. Oh, Um, no kidding. Yeah, so I don't know why. I just always have liked red hair. So, like, when I was in middle school, when I was allowed, depending on the week, sometimes my mom would let me dye my hair, but I would do, like, semi-permanent. And then sometimes she was like, no, don't dye your hair. You're going to mess it up. And then other times she was like, oh, I don't care. Dye your hair. Let it fall out. Like, I don't care. So I was red off and on for a while, and then I kind of stopped. But I think I'm bringing back the red. I don't think I've ever seen you with red hair. Never? How about burgundy? I used to do burgundy, too. I don't remember. Never. Maybe burgundy, but Maybe. I've always known it just as brown, like not Like mousy, red. lame, boring brown. And I've known you for how long? A long time. <laughs> Maybe this is like like the Shandy story. Like that was like the last part of my life that I remember. The last five years have been an entire blur that I don't I don't remember what what happened. I know. <laughs> I, have, I feel like as you get older, that happens. I have amnesia. 
yeah. from having a child. I have no recollection of anything. <laughs> Got no idea. Um, I have a friend. She has a one-year-old, and she actually asked me last week, hey, you know, my son just turned one. Like, what kind of stuff did you do with him when he was one? Like, what kind of activities? And, and I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, you don't remember, like, anything? I'm like, no. I have no idea what we did with him when he was one. I'm like, mm, I don't even really remember when he was two. Like, maybe by two he had, like, a tablet, so sometimes we would do, like, games on the tablet, but I have no recollection of the one to two-year um, time period. I've got nothing. Right. I remember his birthday. You were at his birthday party, and I don't remember anything else after that. Was that this, the cake smash party? There was, yep. Yeah, First I birthdays are cake smashes. Feels like that was a while ago because that was when I got back from India. So I that know. Was a while ago. That was 2012 then. 2013. 2013. 2012 yeah, was the year yeah. that he was born, though. I had to really think about that. <laughs> like, wait, what? Math? How old is my child? I don't know. Yeah. So, gosh. is there anything else uh, about self care that you might think would be helpful for a blogger before we sort of wrap this up and say see you later? Yeah, so my message to women is it's totally doable and it does not have to be an hour daily practice in order to take care of yourself. So I'm really passionate about helping bloggers, entrepreneurs, business women find ways to create um, like individualized self-care that really suits their personality, suits their values, um, and, and makes sense to their life. Because um, I think the internet, when we're talking about saturation, internet's saturated with like self-care and stress management and you can just get inundated with all these messages so it's totally possible to do these little things and check out my website check out my webinars you can always email me if you have questions like I really love helping women kind of figure that out for themselves so it's doable I promise I do it I, like I have a million things going on and I have my own self-care strategies in place so I know it's possible because I do it every day um, so that's my biggest message. This is totally doable, and I can definitely help you. Just check out my website and start looking at some of the tips that I have there. Yeah, I mean, if not, you're going to burn yourself out. I, I have experienced blogger burnout more times than I care to admit. But I wake right. up the next day, and I trudge through it, and I, you know, get what needs to, you know, get done. But I totally, um, you know, you have to take time for yourself and take a break every so often. Well, and also, like, also really kind of the believe in yourself and your worth, too. You know, like, women need to stop listening to all the media messages and start really focusing on themselves and their lives. And I'm, I'm really passionate about that, too, because I'm sick of the media telling us that we're not enough. They're really good at that. <laughs> I know, especially if you spend any time on Facebook. So I actually right. just spent the weekend, like, unfollowing and deleting, like, tons of pages and people that I follow because I'm just literally tired of, like, everything they're sharing and right. negative posts. And I don't need to get my news from Facebook anymore. Like, I'm a grown-up. Like, I can read a paper or, like, watch <laughs> CNN or something. Like, I need to stop getting my news from Facebook. Right. It's, like, it's just too much for me. <laughs> And it's easy to follow in, like, the Instagram chat, too, where everybody oh. has, like, these perfect lives and, look at my exercise, and, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm guilty, though, of the perfect Instagram life. Like, I won't <laughs> post a picture on Instagram unless it's, like, truly you know, inspiring and beautiful because I want you to feel like a certain feeling. I want you to like come to my Instagram to like be inspired or see something pretty or like a 
tip or something or like right. a yummy recipe but i mean they are like edited photos i had to probably take 12 of them at least to make yeah i mean you're honest about it like it's there for inspiration but it's still not like that's not reality right yeah. it's not i mean what it looks like and like if i'm like taking a picture of like my house or like my office you're not seeing the mess in the corner <laughs> <laughs> or whatever like I just made all those videos for streamline your online space and I had to like organize my office like crazy because first off I got like a widescreen webcam so now you can see my whole damn room it's not oh, just wow. like a corner so I bought like new bookcases I put new books on the shelves like new organizational little bins like I like Jamie you're gonna have to go watch my archive I do I because... have to see this because I've seen the before of your office so I yeah. really need to see the, the before was not great <laughs> Did you take pictures of the before and after? Because that would be uh, awesome. You know what? I bet, uh, I think I Snapchatted it to people, but I don't think I saved them. But yeah, wow. the before was like harsh. And so yeah. now it's a lot better. Um, but still, it's like, honestly, I was just telling Jen this this morning. I'm like, the maintenance. I just cleaned this office three weekends, okay? I put <sighs> out at least eight bags of trash. Well, eight clothes, eight bags of clothes. And then 20 trash bags from the office, like things I don't want anymore. Like not necessarily trash. It's not like full of garbage head to toe. Um, but it was just so much stuff that I didn't need anymore that I got rid of. And I still have so much stuff in here and I don't know how. Like I don't know what where it came from. Um, it's just That's like. That's good though that you're decluttering. I like that. Yeah. I used Pretty to. Shit that you don't use. I used to collect postcards. So I had like three boxes of postcards from like all over the world. And I'm like, oh, I want to keep these. And I'm like, but what am I going to do with them? I'm like, yeah, what but, are you going to do with I'm that? like, but they're so cool. Like this one came from Korea and this one's in German. So I kept the German ones because I'm obsessed with Germany. But I did get rid of all the other ones. <laughs> it's so funny what i was going to do with them well what i well the ones i saved what i'm going to do with them um because it's already a plan is i'm replacing like my vision board that's like above like one of my bookcases that i've had up there for like since i moved in here and i'm gonna <laughs> just hang up all those postcards that i'm saving uh, yeah you could totally do like a something with it to make it like yeah. a cool decoration yeah so i kept like the funny vintage cards or the ones that were like in german because that's the only ones i really truly cared about but um but yeah i put like a chair in here jamie like i have like an accent chair like to read on wow um scott an accent chair you have an accent chair. i do have I an accent chair it's like <laughs> look at my instagram all right i'll check it out um yeah. but yeah i don't know it looks a lot better i went down to 50 clothes hangers um wow. actually 49 because canon broke one of them and so if it doesn't go on a hanger like, if it's not, like, gym shorts or something, I mean, I didn't keep it. So, um, and I just bought some, like, new fall clothes, but that's it. Like, um, I'm going to have, like, five dresses, like, you know, five shirts, a pair of shorts. I love that. Simplify. Two pairs of jeans. Um, yeah. I have a pair of boots, and, like, that's it. Like, okay, well, I have sandals, but, like, that's literally it. Um, well, you work from home, so you don't need, like, work clothes and, like, a whole wardrobe, right. you know? So that's why I got rid of um, a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so much. And I also, like, speaking of self-care and, like, taking care of yourself, I got rid of all of the clothes that either no longer fit me, like, things that were either too small or too big. Like, I got rid of all of it. Like, I have to be the size that I am. Like, I am – I don't have to be the size that I am, but I am the size that I am. So I need to have right. clothes that fit this size. And so that's why I bought a few new things because I got rid of so many other things. And if I one day am no longer this size, then I'll buy new things. Um, exactly. And donate the, donate the other things. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So 
That's good. That's an acceptance practice. I like it. Oh, that makes me feel good that I'm actually doing something right, according to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a Jamie lecture. It's like praise. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't have any other announcements, did you talk about your yoga challenge? Oh, no. So, okay. Check out the, you can check out the webinar on YouTube. That's free. And then I have a free October yoga challenge coming up at the end of the month. I don't have it up yet, but it's going to be yoga poses for busy women. So like very simple things that you can do. So that it's like a five day um, email blast. So that'll be really cool. Well, cute. Okay. And once this podcast goes live, I'll have the link to that yoga challenge in the blog post on bloggersgetsocial.com. So if you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, you can just go to bloggersgetsocial.com and get that link. But for now, I think we're done. So say goodbye. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to us. We really enjoy it.